morning all and welcome to episode 17 of Diary of a Security Consultant, uh, the show where we talk all things Irish security industry and security consultancy. Uh, Tony O'Brien here from Security Services as normal. Uh, this week it is Saturday morning currently. Uh, we're up early, a few things to do this morning. Um, <clears throat> busy week down, but I want to take a few minutes to record this video. It'll probably be shorter than normal. Uh, and I want to talk a little bit about the concept of the prepared mindset uh, for security practitioners and the theory of preparation as a mindset and not just as a skill set. Um, and I also want to touch on uh, a conversation that I was having this week with some security professionals, uh, which leads from this preparation mindset, which is the difference between capability and capacity. So <clears throat> I suppose we've had a busy week, but some of it's been quite frustrating in terms of we have our normal stuff with our clients, but also, as you know, through our, our Facebook pages and, and things like that, uh, we would also uh, spend quite a lot of time answering questions and queries from security operatives within the industry. A lot of that tends to be around career development, career progression, courses they should do and stuff like that. And during the week, I was helping out a security professional with some, just some advice. So I asked him, you know, come in for a call, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and this is no disrespect to the guy. This is something that he needs to work on. He knows he needs to work on. We spoke about this. I told him I was going to speak about this in the show. Um, <clears throat> so he sent him a, a link for, for Zoom. Um, he couldn't find a link in his emails. Um, then he couldn't uh, get Zoom to work for him. Then when we asked about his documents and training and stuff like that, he couldn't, uh, he didn't have the documents and training with him and he couldn't remember the name of the courses that he done and wanted to do, et cetera, et cetera. And we were speaking about this concept of preparation as a mindset. And I think it's important for two things. Uh, I forget who it was on LinkedIn a couple of months back. Uh, but they shared a, a picture um, about the most important thing for security officer being a growth mindset. Uh, and I thought it was brilliant, actually, because I think it is one of the most important things. So whether you're at a, an operational level within the industry, um, whether you're at practitioner level or whether you're seeking to take those steps up to management, I think the mindset of preparation is one of the most key things that you can get right. Uh, because it doesn't take talent, it doesn't take any kind of genetic capability or anything like that. It is it's purely uh, a mindset of getting right. And some people get that, uh, they go completely wrong in that and they talk about, oh, that means I need to have loads of kit and loads of equipment and prepare for every eventuality and stuff like that. And that is absolutely not what the prepared mindset is. Uh, the prepared mindset is, um, is having talked through what might happen into the future and planned for those eventualities. Not about having a big bag of gear that you bring everywhere with you that you can really move in and making you less adaptive, less flexible, less rapid on the ground. Uh, it's about having the mindset to think through what you're about to do, have yourself prepared physically, have yourself prepared mentally, and have yourself prepared operationally in terms of your equipment and stuff like that. So let's talk about, for example, some of the examples that that might be. If we talk about having your equipment prepared, it's all very well and fine saying, look, I have all my equipment with me and stuff like that. But do you look after your equipment? Do you take care of your equipment? I was speaking with a group last week, week before, sorry, uh, about two-way radios. And we're talking about risk assessment and risk management. Uh, I spoke to them about the two-way radio systems to do a lot of shift handovers. I said, okay, well, who's managing the COVID-19 risk associated with two-way radios? And I looked at them and said, who's cleaning your radios? Who's disinfecting your radios? When was the last time your radios were serviced? Uh, who's checking the, the, the kit and equipment is actually working uh, and those sort of stuff and, and nobody was and that's the prepared mindset it's not just having the equipment it's checking the equipment maintaining your equipment it's actually training with your own with your own equipment uh, I, I 
used to train quite a lot and still train myself uh, quite a bit in martial arts and stuff like that. And I talk about training with the tools that you use. Um, so I would still train a lot with things like uh, the equipment that I carry and stuff like that. So uh, I train to um, deal with people as I'm writing notes in a notebook if I'm attacked that way. I would train with my torch, I'll train with my pen and stuff like that as, as tactical tools um, in terms of if something went wrong that I've, I've gone through that mindset of, well, these are, this is the tools I use on a daily basis. So if, if I'm in a difficult situation, these are more than likely the tools that I'm going to have to use. So being prepared to, to use them, knowing how they work, knowing all the ins and outs of them, all of that sort of stuff and doing some a bit of deep research into the backgrounds of them and, and what might go wrong and, and, and stuff like that. Particularly around the cases of things like first aid equipment. There's a gentleman on LinkedIn at the moment, Adam Gent, or Adam Gent, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, fantastic. Looks to me, I've never met the guy, but looks to me to be a fantastic practical first aid and medical expert. And he's done some really good short videos in there on preparing and staging your medical equipment, not having your, your tourniquet stashed in plastic and how you set it up and how you get set up your, your dressings with um, duct tape. And I've actually learned a good bit from it in the last while. I, I was always quite prepared and stuff like that. But that's another aspect of the prepared mindset is that you're constantly learning and constantly researching and constantly uh, getting better at stuff. And at a, an upper, a tactical level, that's absolutely fine. Checking your equipment, but also checking that you're, you're physically good, you know, making sure that you have, um, that you're keeping yourself physically prepared for what you might do, you know, that you're not unfit, that you're physically prepared to look after yourself in the situations that you might find yourself in, but also that you're mentally prepared. And some of that comes with uh, knowing when to take a rest, knowing when to ease off stuff. Uh, Practicing to make sure that you're mentally fit and resilient, and that could involve things like mindfulness or whatever the case may be, to make sure that you're mentally fit. We talk about in conflict management all the time. One of the biggest uh, causes, I think, of poorly managed conflict, uh, intrapersonal conflict, where you're dealing with externally with a third party or, or another person, uh, is intrapersonal conflict. How you deal with conflict in here, how you manage stress, how you manage conflict internally, how you deal with adrenaline. Uh, if you're not preparing yourself for that stuff, that's what goes with being a professional. It's very easy to say, I'm a professional because I've done this training course. That doesn't make you a professional. It's that prepared mindset that you're preparing yourself physically, mentally, and operationally for the tasks that you may have to do. Uh, and that you're planning for what you see is foreseeable going into the future. Uh, and that might be in terms of having a diary or taking notes or a journal or whatever the case might be. Preparing yourself into the future, particularly at a security management level. I did an excellent course at the start of the year with um, uh, Dr. David Rubens. Uh, I did their level four security management program. Uh, I also did their level five risk management program, which are fantastic. And they're out there for free, actually. I might share the link for that in there. Um, they're brilliant programs run by a real, real expert who I was lucky enough many, many years back to train with uh, and have come back to, to train with now again. Um, <clears throat> so essentially what he talked about in that was that if you're a security manager that's constantly firefighting, you're not being a good security manager. In terms of you need to be planning, you need to be preempting, you need to be operating not at a tactical level where you're firefighting and dealing with problems, but at a strategic level where you're planning, you're delegating, you're upskilling, you're supporting, those sorts of stuff. And that comes from the prepared mindsets, that you're not getting bogged down in the day-to-day -day stuff. Uh, as an aside, I'll share those two courses there. I did them at the start of the year, the Level 4 Security Management with the Institute of Strategic Risk Management and the Level 5. He, he, David is running a fantastic offer at the minute. I'm not affiliated. I don't make any money. I've done both the courses. Uh, I really like his stuff. But, and some other people who are affiliated with that program. But both the Level 4 Security Management and the Level 5 Risk and Crisis Management are being ran as free-to-attend courses at the moment. 
you can attend him for free. He'll give you all his knowledge for free, all the resources, all the academic papers for free. And if you want a certificate, you submit an assessment and you pay a really, really small, I think it's like 150 or something like that for the certification. Considering those courses are usually well over a thousand euro, I think it's an amazing bargain. But that was a bit of an aside. So it brought me into, I was speaking last week, um, to people about the difference between capability and capacity. And these are really experienced people. And I said, look, capability is easy to build. You can build capability training and resources. I think one of the best um, summations of this that I've read has been uh, Rory Miller's book, Meditation on Violence. Fantastic book for anyone who's involved in dealing with violence or dealing with the psychology of violence or conflict in any way, shape or form. But he talks about it's very easy to have the capability to do violence or the capability to do security or the capability to be a doctor. Right? or the capability to be a first aider but that doesn't mean that you have the capacity and capacity is much more to do with willingness are you willing to put your skills into operation under huge levels of stress and risk as a security person are you willing to put your safety in danger working in a bar or nightclub to save somebody from getting injured who you don't even know in close protection you might have all the skills to protect the principal but are you willing to put your safety and the livelihood of your family on the line to protect somebody else. Um, as a first aider, are you willing to get down there and dirty when there's blood all over the place in a dirty place and somebody's screaming and calling for help? Do you have the capacity to do it? You may have the skills in a competency-based environment in a controlled classroom where you're under controlled assessment and even with stress inoculation training, you still have that inbuilt thing that I am safe here. I'm under stress, but I'm safe. You know? But when it really happens, do you have the capacity? And that's how you build that capacity, stress inoculation training. You ramp up the stress, you ramp up the stress, you ramp up the stress. Uh, I do that in our security management program, teaching security management programs. Um, we get the people up from day one presenting and talking about themselves because that's what you're going to have to do at the end. You're going to have to protect yourself. You're going to have to communicate effectively. One of my key principles of, of, of um, proactive security management is being the best communicator in the business. You know? That's how you communicate the value of security. That's how you communicate to your teams and stuff like that. But, and it's very easy to sit down and talk about communication skills and presentation skills and leadership skills, but you have to actually get up there and build the capacity to stand in front of a room of your peers and communicate effectively. Um, and I think for those guys who go around collecting training courses and doing those training courses, it's something to very much bear in mind that it's all very well having all those training courses and certificates, et cetera, et cetera. But you also have to have the mental resilience and the mental capacity to actually apply it. And that brings back to that prepared mindset, how you do that. If you run it through in drills, you think it through, the what ifs, you log it down, you, you go through your plans and your processes, uh, you make sure all your equipment's there. And that gives you the confidence in your own capacity to deliver on your competency. If that makes sense. So that's all I wanted to talk about today. Uh, we had an article come out this week, it's been a little bit controversial, about good and bad feedback on it from within the industry. Uh, around the standards of security training in, in, in Ireland in particular, where I think that we should be progressing towards a more academic level training program long term over the course of the year to get people at a, a practitioner level uh, training in the security industry. Some really good feedback from trainers on us who are all in and, and some guys in the industry who are all in for us, but other people are saying, you know, the usual, I've been doing this job 20 years, I don't need to go to college to learn how to do it. And owners in the companies going, I, I'm not paying somebody extra because it's a course no uh, if they don't bring any extra value to me as a, as a, as a company the clients don't pay the same amount so controversy is good it gets people talking uh, at um busy again this week we've ran training courses we're designing training courses we did a a drone a very interesting drone survey based sop for an international client 
uh, where we did a walkthrough, talk through on a site with a drone uh, in an international country that I can't name. Um, and we're becoming well known for these now, actually, these virtual SOPs, um, which are becoming very important now when it's more difficult and more challenging to get to site constantly being trained people that can virtually bring people to SOPs and stuff like that. Uh, so that's our week this week. Back next week with another article, probably on Tuesday. And then maybe on Thursday, we'll have another video. Thursday, Friday, we'll have another video next week. Until then, until next week, thank you very much for listening. Don't forget, prepared mindset, key to being a professional rather than just an individual who works in industry. And build, work on building your capacity and not just your competency or your capability. See you guys next week. Thanks very much for listening, guys.